this rock climber made a pretty bad mistake when she fell at Yosemite National Park and basically at the end of it and then on because she's still going to have to deal with it she was hit with a 1.2 million dollar hospital bill like the headline New Zealand woman who lost foot in Yosemite National Park fall hit with 1.2 million hospital bill sounds horrible on so many different fronts like that is a shocking number to see right and it's also shocking that this 21 year old student lost her foot as well so let's get into the story so family members of a 21 year old university of otago student who fell 39 feet while rock climbing in the u.s says it is easier to count the bones she did not break in the accident Anna Parsons, formerly of Invercargill, was climbing on Runout Slab at Snake Dyke in Yosemite National Park when she slipped and rolled down a steep slope, hitting a ledge on the way down. Look, I think it's an amazing thing that she survived that, because I bet you that this could have easily ended in an extremely, extremely bad way. So the university student who broke nearly every bone in her body racked up a $1.2 million hospital bill after needing to have her foot amputated. New Zealand Herald reports. So her sister, Jessica Enor said the fall caused Anna to break her neck, spine, pelvis, ribs, wrist, feet, and toes, and left her with internal injuries, including a punctured lung. Oh my goodness, right? Like, that is so many things that she broke and damaged. Like, it's truly amazing that she survived, straight up. So, happy that she is alive from that ordeal, right? Gotta look at the good side, because, dear lord. Her left foot was so badly damaged that it had to be amputated, and last week she had major reconstructive surgery on her right foot. She said, The only things that weren't broken were her arms, her thigh bones, and her head which is amazing, Jessica said. It was a hard decision to take her foot off, but it's the best way for to get back to doing things that those things that she loves. She's a very fun, loving, family-oriented, outgoing, hardworking, and studious person, passionate about environmental issues. She loves surfing, rock climbing, mountain biking, and tramping, tramping I'm guessing camping I never heard of tramping that's her lifestyle Anna is a third year marine ecology student who recently won a scholarship to spend time studying at the Banfield Marine Sciences Center in 
British Columbia, Canada. Jessica said her sister went to North America early so she could do some climbing before her studies started. She has been rock climbing for a couple of years, but I wouldn't say she was experienced. Running out slab was supposed to be an easy climb, Jessica said. Now her parents flew over straight after the accident to be by her bedside, which is cool for them, but cool of them, and it said in a social media message that she was grateful to the quick and efficient rescue team who got her off the side of the mountain and straight to the hospital via helicopter. Because the hospital started working on her back straight away, she was she has not been paralyzed by her spinal injuries. Now that is an amazing thing, right? Because here's the thing. She's going to be a disabled person. Like, in terms of, like, legally, she's going to be a disabled person. So, whether she, like, lives in the United States, Canada, wherever she's from, New Zealand, all that kind of stuff, right? Depending on the laws and whatnot of where she's, like, a citizen of, she's going to be disabled. And, for the most part, probably her living expenses are going to be taken care of, right? Most likely. Now, the medical bill is something to worry about because of the size, right? Like, that is a no-joke size of a medical bill. That being said, they could, she could, and her family potentially communicate with the hospital. Because in some cases, talking to the higher-ups in hospitals, they might actually waive your bill. Like, there have been hospitals that have done this for people who truly cannot afford to remotely pay this bill at all, their bill at all, right? You could end up working with them to maybe work on, like, a payment plan. You could work with them and maybe decrease the amount that you got to actually pay. You could work with, you know, obviously the health insurance and really talk to them about that too. But there are ways to deal with it, but it's going to take a lot of work to try to find something that is livable, right? Like it's going to be very hard to uh, move on from this financially. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy way to find a path for you to literally basically wipe these bills from you, right? But because of how catastrophic this thing was, right, she could potentially find a way where she could kind of like get in a situation where she doesn't actually have to pay the full amount, right? Because a lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times, if you get into like a super serious situation where like it would be literally physically impossible for you to ever pay this bill at all, right? Where you are basically 100% labeled disabled. You wouldn't be able to actually pay the bill, no matter what, right? And so a lot of governments will be in a situation where they basically say, like, no, you don't got to pay this bill. Right now, I'm not saying that's going to be what's happening in her case, but I have personally seen people where their medical bills or some other bills were completely wiped off 
because they were deemed fully disabled, right? Or they talked to the hospital and was able to work with them to get like a lower payment in different like circumstances. So again, there are paths to go about it, but this is going to be really hard to deal with, financially speaking. So doctors say she will be able to walk, Jessica said. We weren't sure for a couple of days, but she can now move her knees and wiggle her toes. So once that reconstructive surgery has healed, she'll have to learn to walk again with a prosthetic. She said her sister had been getting very overwhelmed with emotion about how lucky she was to be alive, saved, and spared. She's also very up and down, sometimes the pain's too much. We know it's going to be a long journey, but she is amazingly positive, and she's already talking about being an amazing marine scientist with one leg, hiking through the mountains, testing algae. And the thing is, she would physically be able to do that because she is not paralyzed, which is an amazing thing, right? So Jessica said it was still too early to say when her sister would be able to come home, adding, I don't think we should rush it. Anna remains in a hospital near San Francisco where she is racking up huge medical bills. And her travel insurance is only covering part of the cost of her surgeries and hospital care. Money is something we don't like to stress about, but Anna's medical bills exceed $1 million, Jessica said. So her family have set up a give a little page to pay for prosthesis, treatment, and rehabilitation. And about $50,000 has been raised to date, but the goal is to reach $500,000. Now here's the thing. I don't think she's going to end up having to pay the actually true like bill of over a million dollars in hospital bills. I don't think she's going to actually have to do that. But it's still going to be very, very hard to deal with it. It's probably going to be a very long process to deal with it. And it's going to be a very difficult process to deal with it. But to be frank, the first thing that she needs to make sure and do is her health, right? Like she just needs to get better, right? Like once you get better, once you like start getting like healthier to where you could actually start moving around, that's when you should really be focusing on it. Now you could definitely have your family to like really work on these things while you're like resting and whatnot if they're willing to do that. Because you definitely want to work on it, but the main goal should really just be get healthier because this is a brutal situation and you just need to make your health the main focus, not your financial issues. Because here's the reality, right? Like this is the reality. If she were to have passed away in this accident, she would not have been responsible for the bills. Like what? They're going to come after someone who's already passed away? For what assets of a 21 college student, right? They're not going to get nothing, right? So the reality is that if she did pass away, they would have gotten nothing, period, right? So let's look at some of the comments. And also, this is why you should get, like, really, really good health insurance. Just saying. But technically, hers was, like, travel insurance. Let's see. 
One of the biggest frauds is the billing system in the American health care system. I agree. It is probably the worst transparency of any industry. Getting a loan from a mafia loan shark to bet in a casino is likely more transparent. I agree. As a CPA, I have seen clients' medical bills, and in 2017, my wife and I had medical issues and encountered it as well. A. They seem to pull numbers out of their rears. They will say charges of $20,000 for something small. Insurance adjustment is $17,000. So between you and insurance, you pay only $3,000. Why then $20,000? In one case, I even saw billed amount $100,000, insurance adjustment $98,000, insurance paid $1,800, and the client paid only $200. Like, okay, let me repeat what I just said. Right for those that might just be like listening to it, and also my dog is like whining. So get this. This person said that he saw, or yeah, Kenny, probably dude. They saw a build amount of one hundred grand. Right, the insurance adjustment was ninety eight thousand dollars. So insurance paid only $1,800, and the client paid only $200. Like, how does this even make sense? Like, how can a hospital or any sort of medical institution can get away with something so scammy like this? Yeah, we're going to charge you a million dollars. Oh, insurance adjustment, okay. We're going to charge you like ten grand. Like, it's like so, like, not transparent at all like this is so ridiculous b many of the professional working on you are not hospital employees they are independent contractors and will send you their own bill radiologist anesthesiologist pathologist laboratory are a few examples it is like going to a restaurant and in addition to the food bill you get one from waiter, chef, busboy, which is ridiculous, right? I've even heard of a story where, like, a doctor went into a patient's room, like a random doctor, because this person was, like, getting, like, surgery done. This person walked in, introduced themselves, and then walked out, but left a card there, right? And that doctor that randomly walked into the room tried to charge this individual, like, a few hundred bucks for a consultation, when they just said hi. Like they like randomly walked by the room and said hi. And they tried to charge this person like 300 bucks, 200 bucks, right? Like it's so freaking absurd. C. It is not uncommon for the same procedure to be billed by different people. Unscrupulous professionals try to sneak in a bill. Sometimes the bill comes in two to three years late. Good luck to the young lady. Simply don't pay this bill. Negotiate with them and bring it down to a more reasonable amount. Ask New Zealand's public health system to cover a part of it. What else is a single payer good for? That is very true. And the thing is, I think New Zealand's health system, healthcare system is actually pretty extensive. Where she probably doesn't have to pay like anything for her actual care. I'm guessing. But... Who knows? If you walk into the doctor 
Without insurance, you'll be charged the top rate. U.S. health insurance companies negotiate the rates they are willing to pay to large healthcare providers. I suspect New Zealand hasn't thought about negotiating with all the U.S. insurers, but if New Zealand is on the hook for a bunch of money here, they may put some extra effort into it. You can call ahead and get the cash rate, which is lower. I do this all the time. You can't really call in ahead for this one, but you can definitely talk to them. Ever seen a hospital bill? They are on par with the tax code. Too complex even for the employees to explain. From what I understand in this story, the young lady is doing extremely well thanks to the medical care. She will be able to sort out a bill like this later. I agree, right? The important point is she is recovering from breaking almost every bone in her body. Be thankful. I would be. And here's the way that I view the situation. And if you stumble upon this, I hope you view it as well. I'm grateful that someone that had to deal with this survived and looks like they're going to be overall okay. Yes, you lost a foot. That sucks, right? But you're still alive. And oh, by the way, you're not going to be a cripple anymore because they worked on your spine and was basically able to save you from one, dying, and two, being paralyzed, right? The fact that you're able to now, in a way, to look at this, go on an adventure and learn how to walk again is amazing, right? Because it was probably a very close call to whether or not you would even get the chance to walk again or even get the chance to breathe again or even get the chance to dream again or even get the chance to literally ever see your family ever again. So the way that I view it is that she's extremely lucky to have survived this ordeal and number one, get healthier and then number two, work on the financial stuff because the reality is you're not taking anything with you when you go away. So take care of your health first. Like make that your main priority. That being said, if you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money, go to 40inbox.com or down below and learn how I got debt-free and increased my net worth.